Messy Mon- Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Messy Mon- Messy Mondays. All right, there we go. No, you were saying that you were trying to hang out with like twenty-one year olds, and you're no. like exhausted. <laughs> I went out, like, I did a really cool, um, they have something here at the Seattle Museum called uh, Sam Remix, and it's like, they turn the museum into a club spot. Oh, like, wow, that's it awesome. Is a, so, it's really dope. It feels, it was my first time here in Seattle where we kind of felt, and a couple, not all my friends are not really from here, maybe a few are, where you really felt like, oh, this is a different side of Seattle that I like. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, this is the bougie that I've been looking for for a minute. <laughs> this is what I was into. But it was really dope, really cool. And the drinks were flowing. The drinks are cheap. We were like, let's just keep going. Yo, when I tell you, and that party ended at 12. We ended up somewhere else after whatever. I realized I can't hang like I used to. <laughs> right. I was done. The drinks were done. When I got home, I felt it everywhere. Yeah, Saturday was a day of recovery. Like, a recovery day is needed. Absolutely. It's not and like it, it used to be that you go straight to work after, like, drinking all night. Hell no. No. And it's and it's legit. Like, it wasn't a hangover. It wasn't like I was throwing up. Like, it wasn't like that. It was just like, what the hell? Like, somebody hit you. Yeah. And you're like, fatigued. Like, fatigued. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the thing is here, too. Like, you can't get a late night nothing to eat. A lot of things are closed. And the things that are open are, like, packed. With oh, everyone, wow. because everything closes at two. So okay. if something is open after two, that spot is popping, and right. everybody's there to eat. You guys have so, like speakeasies out there? No, I don't think. Maybe, maybe they must, because places like that, like you know, they have that underground beer drinking at night. I no, I I not like probably not like I thought you meant like speakeasy theme, but like actual kind of like low key. No, yeah, everything West Coast is very like okay after parties. It's all about the you know yeah. kickbacks at the house or like whose place is next kind of deal because everything ends at like one forty five. Them lights is on in the club, okay? Right. <laughs> so, but, but just I mean, for all of better. us over thirty, you know, <laughs> I officially turned thirty one this month and. uh or in March, and uh, I feel it. I feel it. I agree, one hundred percent. And I also agree that the dehydration factor of it is like really extreme. Like you have to hydrate. And I wasn't doing my adult part of like hydrating and mm-hmm. drinking at the same time. Right. I know I'm smarter than this. Yeah. So it's like when for those of you who are not big drinkers and are starting to go out or summer's coming and a lot of people drink in the summer. If you're doing a lot of shots back to back to save your life, if you're a female to not be sloppy, drink cups of water in between the shots guys, because it will get ugly. It will get bad. I got sloppy and one of my drinks broke on the floor and I was annoyed. I was like, (laughs) I was like, I'm the annoying one. And so I stopped. Yeah. But I had a good time, and uh, I learned my lesson that I'm not a drinker after 30. Well, as we know, that also means that you're probably being healthy, and you're eating clean. And when you eat clean, that also does play a factor. Like, if you ate a bucket of fried chicken, you can't drink like crazy that night. So it's just, it's very, there's a science to this, you know what I mean? There's a method to the madness. I mean, the drinks also were, I mean, it could be that, plus the drinks were doubles, 
and I had six doubles. Wow, you went in. Or four, no, I'm exaggerating, maybe four doubles. Yeah, that could do it too. Eight drinks. But they tasted like grapefruit juice because it was grapefruit juice mix. Yeah. Whatever. It was a very summer, spring breeze kind of drink. Yeah. And I'll be feeling it. Anyways, that's just my story. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? It's episode 30. Speaking of 30s. (laughs) Speaking of 30s, exactly. That's what I hit you. Episode 30, everybody. (laughs) Yes. Welcome to Messy Mondays with your hosts, Shomi and Marley Mar. Thank you so much for joining us again, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. We've missed us, I'm sure. (laughs) <laughs> yes, of course. I, I was very sick last week, so I do apologize. For those of you who heard me on the other podcast, you know I was not lying. I look I no. sound terrible. So no. like right, I was very, very sick. And I want to make sure to say thank you to all of you guys who are still following us consistently and following us on our IG at Messy Mondays Podcast. Thank you so much. Keep showing us love and follow myself at show me underscore ENT and Marley at love Marley underscore. Another great thing about being 30, by the way, I've learned how to do my makeup better. And if you haven't seen that. That's awesome. I have been like, let's put some actual work into our face. The lipstick thing is like such a big part of the makeup, you know, like, like once you put a lipstick on, it's like, you can have mascara, you can have this, but when you put the lipstick, it's like, boom. And you know, that's all you need sometimes too, is mascara. Yeah. And they say like lashes makes it look like your face is already done. And you look awake. And you look awake. Mm -hmm. So I have learned just to put some lashes, I mean, to mascara on and attach little like natural lip. And we out here. Honestly, uh, it's worth it spending some money on mascara. It's definitely worth it. It's, it some makes big a, dollars. Yeah, it makes a difference, and it's totally worth it, and your eyes don't itch and all that. If your eyes are itching a lot, that means your mascara is either A, old, or B, very cheap, so you have to like pay attention to what you're putting on your eyes, for sure. Spend that dollars. And so, speaking of beauty, our last episode yes. was Don't Hate Me Because I'm Beautiful. We had the com- great conversation. Great conversation. In regards to beauty and like the realm of people's thoughts and like at work and in you know different spaces um, and privileges that beautiful or ugly people or... Or the know. disadvantages of being too beautiful. And you never think that those two words go hand in hand, but they do. Sometimes, you know, people... It actually plays against you that you're more attractive than most people in the room. Um, haters do exist, and I'm glad that we shine the light on that. And thank you so much for all you guys who participated in the questions on our social media. Um, you guys make the episode so much more fun, and we'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Keep those coming. Um, and also, uh, your questions, I mean, and sometimes your responses are what trigger our next episodes, such as what happened here. Um, we actually recently posted a question on our IG that said, Do you think working with your significant other is a good idea? And um, a lot of people had some really interesting things to say. This is definitely a really controversial topic to some people because some people are like, yeah, power couple, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? And some (laughs) people are like, I need my individuality. So it's definitely an interesting subject. Yeah, sometimes you do. I know how I feel on it. And I think I'll probably wait for when we have our special guest. Just a couple of the comments that we have going on here. Um, One person said, as long as... They are running the business. It's not a problem. But if they work together in a call center, then I would say, hell no. <laughs> I don't have call center experience. But I've heard 
the stories and that is enough for me yeah we're gonna definitely chime into that right after we get our guest on because i i'm gonna comment back to what she said because she actually even threw a jab like oh don't act like you don't know i, I know I she that meant one. that yeah 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 <laughs> so I, I can totally relate to her but the really awesome thing aside from the fact that we have a guest and we love having a guest is that our guest is ian from the ian and taryn podcast um he told me taryn is sick so only ian is going to be joining us um but they're a couple, to my understanding. So I think it's going to be really cool to kind of hear what they have to say and keep our podcast crossover theme going and hearing what they got to say. I'm going to get them on the line, guys, and we're going to have them join our conversation. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, how are you? We have Ian Doing on the good. line with us, guys. Hey. Perfect. Uh, I'm actually outside right now. I tried to go to the park, uh, but I'm walking back home. Hopefully it's not too loud for you. <laughs> No, you're great. You're great. We hear you perfectly. Okay, the sound perfect. of the birds are is great. Are we recording? We are recording right now, and yes, and the sound of the birds is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was okay, but then some kids came to the park, uh, and they were extra loud. So I was like, that might be a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, tell everybody where you are. Uh, I'm actually in Claremont. Uh, it's like... Um, it's kind of hard to explain, maybe 30 minutes east of L.A. Okay, so Southern California is um, in the building. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and we actually used to live in Orange County. Um, I'm from Long Beach. Okay. Um, so I think that's where you were like, oh, Orange County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we were like, if you were trying to live somewhere, we were like, definitely Orange County. You know, mm-hmm. over L.A. for sure. Okay. So tell us a little bit about Claremont. Is Claremont like a small town? It is. It's really small. Probably, I don't know, a couple miles at most. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely not a big city like Miami. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your podcast. We know that you guys have the Ian and um, Taryn podcast, and you were so nice and welcoming to have Messy Mondays be a guest on your episode 43. Um, Unfortunately, Marley wasn't able to make that one and she'll make the next one. Just like I know that Taryn can't make this one, but she'll make the next one. You know, yes, we want to hear a little bit about your podcast. Tell us about it. Uh, We're mostly news. Uh, It's kind of hard to explain because we kind of talk about everything. Uh, But I would say we're mostly news, celebrity news and current events. Okay. And what about you guys? How do you guys describe your podcast? How would you describe it, Marley? Um, messy, all over the place. Whatever intrigues us, whatever we're interested in. Yeah, whatever we're feeling that day also. Okay, cool. Like, we just like stuff that's a little controversial, basically. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Uh, I find that it's kind of hard to market. Like, you guys probably have the same issue. It's like... Say we were about, like, wine. That would be easier to market. Like, hey, this type of wine, this wine group or whatever. But since we're, like, kind of news, kind of general, kind of, like, fun stuff, right. it's it hard to, like, market, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I've been through that. Yeah, People ask me, oh, true. what's your podcast about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got it. I'll be telling you, you have to listen to understand. Yeah, definitely. And it's hard to... Well, you know, it's hard to get people to care like you pretty much have to be famous you know to have a draw um but the way we're going is kind of slow build kind of get people to like you for you right um 
Which is a tough sell at times. It is a tough sell, but then again, the organic reach, once it becomes real, it's it's loyal because it's a real interest in what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm a strong believer that sometimes the organic process, even though it's slower, I, 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 I prefer it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's uh, for sure the way to go. Um, and you see a lot of people who aren't famous become famous because of their draw, because of their social media presence, all that stuff, uh, which really makes uh, it's kind of crazy. You could be a celebrity now without like going through the traditional route. Absolutely. For sure. People are famous for no reason nowadays. Yeah. But then that is a thing because then they are famous, you know, so it's weird. It probably puts them in a new space and a new realm. So we're going to go right ahead and we're going to make sure to chime in to your, uh, our questions. And yeah. I know that um, we want to talk about our subject, which our subject is, um, do you think working with your significant other is a good idea? And for those of you who are just started listening to us and have never heard the Ian and Taryn podcast, they're actually a couple, guys. So let, are, let, let's are. hear about a couple that's working on something together and what he thinks about it. You guys are in a relationship, right? How long have you guys been together? Uh, nine years. Nine years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and funny story, she's actually my neighbor. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> How did that come about? Um, so I, I went to Claremont High School the last year of high school, um, and that's where I met her. And then I found out she's my neighbor. Uh, so we just kind of started talking, and uh, it's kind of been a fairy tale ever since. You know, every relationship has oh. problems. Oh, um, Marty loves great. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys are high school sweethearts? We are, yeah. Did you guys go to prom together and everything? Uh, we did. We did. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Yeah, I love that weird story. I think about it being that title. I, I don't refer to it as that you don't think about it in that way that's think about it yeah I, I don't like not refer to it as that but i don't think about it like that but i guess that's the case um but yeah working together and it's so, funny because uh with the podcast we work together but with my fitness equipment repair business taryn used to actually really work with me okay so so we used to go to jobs and like she would help me with tools and like you know, grease this up and lubricate this stuff, um, tighten this stuff up. Wow, that bit. sounds kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely enjoyed it. Um, but it's hard work, so I, I don't know if you guys know, but every relationship obviously has ups and downs and there's like, there's problems. So when you work together, the little things can become big things, you know? Because you're spending so much time. Right. You, you want to address the problems. Yeah. But the other thing is, like, say I'm working by myself, like, and I get frustrated, I'll keep it in because I have no one there to talk to, you know? But if I get frustrated on a job with her, I was more likely to be like, oh, oh my God, like, why is this happening? Da, da, da. So it's kind of it's kind of weird. It, it goes both ways. Like, it's helpful, and then it can be, like, you can... Uh, kind of express your negative feelings more as well you know right. what I mean? so it's, it's kind of weird but i think it depends on the relationship so you were in a relationship first before you started working together yeah yeah okay so Definitely. was it like when you did your business with the uh fitness um and the uh repair stuff is that something yep. that you spearheaded on your own and then you were like hey can you help me or did you yep. guys come up with that idea together 
uh, no, I started on my own, then I was like, I need help, but I can't, like, hire someone full-time with benefits and all this stuff, so I'm like, can you just help me out a little bit when I need it? And she was down at the time, because uh, she was just modeling, so she had a little bit of free time. Um, so I kind of had to use her a little bit in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was nice, like, for me, I could take the carpool lane to L.A., you know, that kind of stuff was helpful, and yeah. it's nice to have someone, like, right. with you to help with tools and all that stuff, but honestly, some people's relationship, I would not recommend it. Why is that? Because uh, you really have to, like, be one with that person, you know, to take the ups and the downs, and just, frankly, spending so much time with the person, because most relationships, you see them, like, the most of the time on the weekends and maybe weekday nights. But if you see them 24-7, if you have problems, the problems are going to be exacerbated. Yeah. They're going to bring those problems to work. Definitely, yeah. Or make new ones from work and bring them home and then deal with them there. It's like, because some people's relationship is just kind of rocky all the time. Like, we all know people like that. Yeah, yeah. You know? It kind of uh, feels like they... they function that way like there's some people that it seems like the dysfunction is their function does that make sense you know what i mean oh, <laughs> yes. absolutely yeah and it's the weirdest thing to see it because like i like you probably feel awkward it's like this is how you guys get down all the time and they're just like yeah what do you mean like, like <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't a problem it's like no you guys are making a scene right now right sure. like you just cursed <laughs> him out in front of the whole restaurant like this is not healthy you know what i'm saying yeah, like, what the yeah. fuck? and they're like what no big deal it's just sunday brunch like no, this is crazy. <laughs> so how do you guys find time to be individuals if you do the podcast you're working together you guys live together you guys been together since you were like in diapers like how do you yeah. become an individual you know what i mean uh, well, currently we don't work together. I do the repair on my own, um, and she works for a fashion company in the corporate. Okay. Um, so now we we have kind of regular lives. Like she works nine to five. I don't work nine to five, but I'm here. I'm there. I'm doing all this stuff. Um, so it's it's now more normal. Like weekends we see each other, and uh, weekday nights we see each other. You know. Uh, which I definitely think is a better situation. Um, like, we worked together fine, but I feel like it's just better to kind of see that person a little bit less, you know, than 24 hours a day. Okay. It makes it healthier. You know, it, it helps healthier. you to bring, it's like, like healthier. happiness. Yeah, healthier, I would say. Um, but there's some gym owners that are couples that I work for, and they love their life. They love working together. They seem happy. Like, you never know if it's a front, but sometimes it works fine. Right. I think it also has to do with the industry. Like, I think yeah. that if you're, like, in a more active role type of a job and you guys are always interacting with others and, like, kind of being a team to execute things, I can see how that might be easier than if you worked in, like, an uh, office and you just sat in a room, you know what I mean? I don't know. Does that? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're more I active, do, yeah. it's like more yeah. of a of a mental stimulation. So you may yeah. not feel kind of confined the same because way. there's conversations, oh, discussions. I think just in general, being in an office can't be healthy for you. You know, sitting, you're indoors. Maybe you're in a cubicle. Like that's why I like kind of getting out, using my hands. I'm going to different jobs. Like. I wouldn't recommend a cubicle or office situation for anyone, 
but I know you need to. I know plenty of people do yeah, it. Yeah, it's the American um, way, really. Most jobs are like it, that. It really is, yeah. And, like, people got to make money, I get it, but I couldn't imagine having a relationship and being in that situation all at once. Like, that seems like too much for me. Yeah, I feel like you need an escape, in a way. Like, it's just too... It's too monotonous. Yeah. But now that you guys are starting this project with the podcast, and obviously you guys are both creatives because creatives are the ones that are the ones that usually spearhead this type of thing. Like you're channeling uh, a part of your personalities, obviously, by doing this. And oh, definitely. How did you guys decide? Hey, let's do this creative project together. You know, this is something. This is volunteering your personal time to do this. So, how did you guys come up with that? Yeah, definitely. Uh it all came about when I was hurt. I broke my leg. Uh, I was skateboarding, and, uh, like, it's not the best story. I was just going straight, going fast. Someone came out, so I had to put my leg down, and somehow it broke. Ooh. I was by the beach at the time. Friends had to carry me. It was crazy. Um, but I couldn't work. So I'm like, I couldn't hire someone to help me out. I couldn't do any of that stuff. So I'm like, I need a backup plan. You know, not that it's, like, a good plan to make money anytime soon, but I'm like, I need to work on something that I can grow to have a backup plan just in case, you know? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's interesting. So then she was on board, like, she always wanted to do this kind of thing, too, or she just did it to support you? Exactly, exactly just to support me. Oh, uh, she's amazing. She does not enjoy it at all. Um, like, she, like, she doesn't hate it, but she's not like, yeah, the podcast, because she works <laughs> 9 to 5, so Got I'm it. like, all right, time to do a podcast. She's like, uh, like, do we have to, you know? But, <laughs> uh, but that's why uh, when she's sick right now, I'm just like, I'm going to bang out a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, just to get some more content out. Um, but, like, I hate to, like, push her and make her do work that she doesn't want to do. Um but she definitely enjoys it once we get going and we've done it, you know, like, and it's done, like, and then I do the editing and all that, all that boring stuff. Right. I get it. And I think that it's, once again, your girl supporting you. You have a supportive girlfriend. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Wow. Like, she is really, like, you have an awesome girl. Like, you should definitely appreciate her. Oh, for sure. I do. Yeah. And uh, how I am is kind of like ADD, kind of crazy. I start stuff all the time like this that whatever um so it's good to have her kind of like level-headed kind of consistent you know right uh, to help me out it's, it's the yin and the yang yeah 100%. <laughs> it's a nice balance uh, between the two i think every relationship should be like that you know right when you have two boring people it's really boring or two crazy people they start doing drugs and all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff you know so you kind of got out a little bit of both i think you're a right. nice balance. There is a balance. I agree. Now, let's talk about the jealousy factor. You said she's a yeah. model, so obviously she's a beautiful girl. Yeah. As a podcaster, we all know, all three of us, sometimes we might get a guest that's super hot. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing you could do about it. Like, they might just be there for a subject matter, but then they physically look good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like there is a there is a, a, a trust aspect behind that because you guys are in a relationship. How do you guys deal with that? Um, it, it's kind of tricky, like, going back to the modeling thing, like, she would be, like, an extra, or, you know, taking pictures with so-and-so and whatever, and I think going through that, for me, was just, like, like, kind of a, uh, a way of learning how to deal with it, 
because you're just like whatever it's just work you know and when you can trust that person like we both trust each other so we don't it's pretty much never brought up you know trust doesn't allow jealousy Um, yeah i would say that but like i don't think we've really been tested like that hard with it either you know like we don't go on trips without each other or things like that uh, which I imagine can complicate things. That's that, that's a good point. I mean, yeah. I know that people have like their guy vacations or their girl vacations or stuff like that, like in some relationships. So you would say in your relationship, you guys opt out of that option. Yeah, and I would say just because we like being with each other, not like there's any kind of rule, like we can't go out and do a boys night, boys night or girls night. It's just like, I'd rather bring Taryn with me and she'd rather bring me you know Aww. would you guys yeah. consider each other best friends oh definitely yeah and that, I think that's very important because uh, if you can't like share everything with the person uh, you can't be your true self then you're pretty much wasting your time good point that's nice that's yeah. very motivating what about you? you're in a relationship right I am in a relationship yes yeah. and uh, um I- it, it, I am one of those people that because I was not in a relationship for such a long time, I have a lot of friends. Because usually yeah. when you have a lot of um, years with someone, you don't have as many friends. I mean, let's be honest, because people do everything with their significant other. So I, I would say that what you're saying is true. Usually when you're in a relationship, when you go to the supermarket, you go with your boyfriend or girlfriend. When you go to the movies, you go with your boyfriend or girlfriend. When you have a random day that you want to go eat sushi you go with your boyfriend and girlfriend so all those little things you used to do with your homies you do it with your significant other so your your friendships don't get as much maintenance as they used to because your free time is more spent with the person that you're with so what i can say is that that's my transition now that i was one of those people that i was single for a long time i was living the single lifestyle with that type of you know not having to report to anyone not having to necessarily worry about anything that now I'm learning the other way. You know what I mean? Because it's like you kind of have to like transition and it's not a bad thing. It's just a different thing. And you got to learn to let go of your singledom or your like your your single aspects of it. Like it's just it's just it's just it's just habits. It's just human behavior, basically. And I don't think it's bad. Um, I would say that now that in this past, I would say past year that I've changed into this relationship world, it's been a a process of him and I dating and talking to then getting serious. Those are all stages, you know what I mean? And it's like you, you, you learn how to not, it's not even about the respect and texting other guys. Obviously we know that's not the thing, but it's just like, you don't necessarily hit your home girl up at midnight. Like, yo, let's be out. You know, it's different now. Uh, definitely. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I guess all the rules change, especially going from single life. Yeah. Uh, you kind of gotta, yeah, like you said, kind of check in, yeah, kinda report to yeah. that person to make it. That sounds weird, but uh, that's just what it is. No, uh, it is. It is, and you have to come to terms with that. Like you have to yeah. understand that that's part of being a relationship. You gotta check in. You gotta be respectful enough to let the person know what your day is like. You know, you can't be like, "Peace out. It's eight. I'll see you tomorrow." No, like yeah, you, yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta know what's going on. Yeah, and I, I think it's easier if you want to go with that person, like, hey, it's eight, let's go out. Yeah. Or why don't we do something? Or, you know, even if you have friends that are single, you go with that friend. People say it's third wheeling, but 
we've had plenty of fun nights with a friend. True. You know? And you also, you have to, and you also have to be that couple that you know how to like kind of hang out with people. Like you don't have to be on makeout session the whole night. Like you could be individuals and still hang out together, you know? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super weird when people are just like kissing and all that stuff. Like it's a little bit much, you know, like maybe once or twice at a club or something. But when my night's consisting of watching you kiss the entire time, super weird. <laughs> yeah, that's when you're definitely third wheeling it. Like that's, I think that's the definition of third wheeling. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But that's interesting, and I think it's really cool. Honestly, I don't know if it's because you're in the West Coast. I don't know what it is, but it's so refreshing to hear a guy that is so um, clear on what it takes to be in a relationship. I think that's really awesome of you. I think that that shows a lot of maturity on your half. Yeah. And- Honest, uh, thank you, uh, but I think it's more or less just, like, who I am. I'm kind of, like, easygoing, you know, uh, <laughs> and I think that really helps uh, be in a relationship because I'm not, like, controlling, I'm not, I don't get aggressive, you know, so it's kind of easy to be with me in terms of the same way it's easy to be with her, you know, so the usual problems of, like, fights and, like, this person did this and that, we don't really have that. Uh, so it makes it really easy to be together. You know, it's kind of cheating that way. Right, right. That's awesome. Yeah. I think, do you, can you agree, but do you think that it's in style right now to be in a relationship? In style? Uh, I would say so, but probably probably because of, like, social media. You know, you're you're seeing famous couples, and you're seeing, like, this love relationship goals and all this stuff. Um and we're so kind of isolated now. Uh, I don't know, like, well, you're from New York, so you guys are a little more used to, like, being person-to-person with strangers. But at least in California, we kind of, like, go to work. We're in our car. We come back home. You know, we don't really, like, ride the subway and do all that stuff. So you can be really isolated. Right. So it's better to have someone with you to experience things. Right. So I think social media makes it a big factor of how it needs to be in style. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. But also, people want to be with people, you know? It's really that simple, and I agree with you. I think that one of the things that was most interesting, being that I'm from the East Coast, and I have a friend of mine that's a very dear friend of mine that lives in San Diego, um, we're from two different completely cultural backgrounds because we lived on two different sides of the country. You know, I was like oh, yeah. all the way in New York and she was all the way in San Diego and we met here in um, South Florida and we have a, a beautiful friendship now. And like, I've learned a lot about California through her and, um, she's Mexican and also that has a lot to do with it. Like the Mexican culture is very pro marriage. Um, they're very pro Definitely. moving forward and building a family. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's like absolutely. hanging out with her and her family and going to Cali and, and experiencing that. I noticed that people were in relationships in their early 20s and they were having kids in their early 20s. And like when you're from the East Coast, it's like very common to not have had a kid by the time you're 30. Very, very common. Very common to not have been married yet. And it's like over here, like you said, it's because we interact with people so much more. And, yeah. and Marley's even said it in Seattle, you don't see people. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like that. And it's like, it really has to do with the fact that in the West Coast, people are really more at home. And that's truly, I think you hit the nail on the head. That's why people want partnerships because they're alone. I, I gotta guess that. And in New York, you probably have way more temptation. 
if you're in the cab with someone, on the subway with someone, even walking down the street, I haven't even been there, but it always looks like Yeah, so I wouldn't call it temptation. You just have a lot of mental and eye stimulation constantly, so you don't miss yeah, it as yeah. much. As far as maybe living in a place like South Florida where everybody's always in a bikini, that right. could that could be a little hard to commit. I can say Definitely. that. A little hard to commit because it's like, yeah. it's just, it's a lot. You know what I mean? It's a lot. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, why be with this person when I see this person over here? Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody um, is pretty attractive too. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the truth. There's a lot of attractive people here. A lot. A lot. Because they pay yeah. for it and they live that life to be attractive, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we went to Fort Lauderdale. We didn't really go to the city, so I can't really say that I've been there. Yeah. Uh, but from what I've seen, you know, all the clubs and live and all that stuff, it's just like, seems like. There's a lot sex of attractive overload. people. There's a lot of attractive people here. Honestly, yeah, I'm not yeah. even joking. Like, you get desensitized with how many people live out here that <laughs> are attractive. There's just too many pretty people. Definitely, yeah. And like the. The Cuban influence and, yeah. you know, all the dancing and all that, for sure, yeah. And there's a lot of guys that, like, go to the gym, like, it's their job, and, like, they're always in tank tops, and, like, you know, it's it's both ways. It's not only the girls, yeah. like, the guys, too. Like, people really want to be attractive here in this, they want to. Definitely, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's similar to L.A. in that way. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably more similar to L.A. than New York, because... I'd imagine you in New York, you're more covered up, so you're right, not the weather. so worried about it. Mm-hmm. Um, New York know, is like a lay in the sense that the fashion is always very on point, so right. it becomes that you look good in clothes all the time. You know what I right. mean? Yeah, which yeah. I which yeah. I really miss, but it's like you you take it to a level like yo, I look good in my clothes all the time because right. it's yeah. like because it's you see people so much, yeah. Yeah, and we barely have like uh, how to put on a jacket. Like a light jacket season, you know? And yeah. then we're right back to tank tops, so that's nice. I imagine Florida is the same way. It is. It's it's getting a little cooler now with the um, global warming and all that. It's happening in real right. life. Um, but I really want to say that you have such an awesome, chill vibe. Like, you're like one of those people that you could just talk to, right, Marty? Like, it's like you, yes. could, just, <laughs> you could just have this conversation with this guy and he flows and it's awesome. <laughs> And I really want people to follow you guys and to like listen to your podcast and check you out on YouTube. So please let everybody know how they can, you know, get up on your show and listen to it and then hear you guys and watch you on YouTube. Yeah, definitely. Uh, our YouTube channel is Ian and Taryn Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Ian and Taryn Podcast. Uh, and my Instagram is Ian F Baby uh, because my name is Ian Fox, which <laughs> didn't get forever. It's, it's like no Weezy idea. F Baby. That's cute. That's exactly it. <laughs> um, and Terrence is underscore Taryn T A R Y N Jones underscore. Um, so follow her as well. I post like podcast stuff, life stuff on mine, and the podcast. I try and focus on more podcast stuff. Um, but I try and put like different pictures for each episode, stuff like that. Yeah, I think you're doing a fantastic job. I think that you guys are doing really well with your branding and shout out to getting a lot of views rapidly. That's really awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we, we get some pretty good organic views, like maybe I'd say 400 or so. And then we get Google ads for the rest. So we're still growing. Nice. Um, but like, you know, you got to start somewhere. And we love it. And you're a friend of the pod. We love it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you guys are on YouTube too? We are, but we don't have visuals. Uh, that, that That's going to be our next, our graduation to the podcast thing. We're going to do visuals next, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a whole key. lot of work. It's key, it's key though. Yeah, it is key. It's, it, I think it adds another element to watching, you know. Uh, yeah. But, like, especially with us, we have a green screen in the back, so I have to, like, put in the background and lights and all that stuff. It gets kind of crazy. That's really cool. Uh, Did you invest in that green screen? You're on your, like, you were like, I'm going to do this all the way, and I'm going to get a green screen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, like, we started with, like, terrible mics, and then got better mics, and better mic stands, and better recorder, and, uh, like, it just gets crazy, because I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of crazy about that stuff. Um, like, with my, like, technical background, I'm like, gotta get this, gotta get that, like, so it's kind of crazy. Um, but it's fun. Well, thank you so much, and I wish you guys a lot of success. I really hope that you get the, your project and your baby running, and I hope that you guys get a million views, for sure. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, and and I really hope that a Taryn feels better. Yeah, definitely. Maybe we can get uh, Taryn and Marley to have a yes. more direct conversation. <laughs> yes, we'll work on that. We'll we see. have to work on that. That's the next, that's the next project. That's the, it's gonna, our episode's going to be called When Taryn and Marley Meet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into that. That would yeah. be awesome. <laughs> That'll be fantastic. We got to make it happen, yeah. guys. Thank you for joining. All right, show me. Uh, All right. Thanks, Marley, too. Thank you. you. Can, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for you being guys, on the uh, show. We love you. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Love you guys, too. Have a good Easter. Happy Easter. Bye-bye. He seems... I love relationships that seem so, like, organic and well-known on their own. Yeah. So that was really nice, really great talking to him. For sure. And you can kind of feel through it that like, no, like this is us yeah. kind of thing. Like this is what we have going on. This is what it is. They have that's that happening. total like stereotypical Cali vibe though. Yeah. Which I love. <laughs> like chill? They're chill. And I think people from Cali are chill. Like, yeah. They are chill. And like Definitely. they have that chill vibe. Definitely. That's awesome. And Did it's you nice to hear a positive uh uh, take on the goals of being a working couple because normally working couple um, examples are, are like don't do it you know what I mean so it's like he was real positive about it and like I think that it gave an example of it not being a bad idea to work on a project and to support your significant other and, and enjoy it as it grows yeah so he gave us a really positive side in discussing yeah. um, working together with a significant other and our Instagram followers gave us a whole other, whole right. other feeling about this. Well, um, let me ask you this, Marley. Go what ahead. is your take? Have you ever put yourself in a position where you've done this? Like, what's, I what, have. how do you feel? Okay. And that was years ago. Woof. Years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I remember, like, you know, in that conversation you guys were talking about, um, you know, when you're around people and kind of like how you react around people. So it becomes the part where I was once in a workspace where we're very active and very all over the place and participating. Um, but we were all the same age. Like the, all my coworkers were the same age and we're all having a blast. Um, and we all worked with children. So we're all outside. We're all having fun, like whatever, all acting like children also. And other girls would be testing you. 
Other girls oh. be testing. Okay. Testing it's, you how? Like trying to holler testing at him in front you, of you? Like trying to holler like, at him, touching him. Or when girls would find out about the uh, the guy ooh. that you're not talking to is this one and he's here. And there was a lot. Remember I always say like, oh, you know how people always like in the same circle be passing. Like not passing around, but like when you're yeah. in the same circle, things happen. So there was a lot of that. And so people would get upset, like, oh, you're talking to him now, or you went out to with him, whatever, yeah. or you did this. So there was a lot of that. And I remember myself one time just reacting, like, re- like reacting. Like, in my 20s, I had a bad attitude and anger issues that have yeah. really seduced now. <laughs> so, and I was like, never that again. Like, I don't want to live that. Like, I don't yeah. want to see it kind of thing. I so I have been how- in that situation. How women can be that way. Unfortunately, we are that way. It's like sometimes women have a tendency of kind of like testing the water because they know that like he might have something going on with you and may or may not know. So like they kind of force you to have to like claim it or some shit. Like women do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So it was it's it was one of those situations where I was just like I got re- I don't even remember what I did. I just remember being pissed. And it happened several times. Well, because I, <laughs> I talked to several several guys at the job. That was sad. Yeah. But, um, because that happens, especially that in places like South Florida, where you meet people at work. Like, that's where you meet people. That's where you meet people. Yeah. It's where you know them. It's where, I think it happens a lot of places. Where you meet people is where you work. You know, and then from there, you meet people outside, like throughout yeah. that, right? Like, if I meet, I, for here, I met one friend at work. And that one friend introduced me to all these other people outside of work. Exactly, that's true. And then my circle expanded in that sense. So I think that's how it grows. And what about you? I want to hear the call center stories. Well, I mean, okay, I've, you know, I've been one of those people that, much like a lot of people from South Florida, you end up getting really good jobs at call centers. Even though some people have this perception that you work in a call center, you're like telemarketing and like cold calling people and being annoying. Mm-hmm. That's not the degree of where the call center world starts or stops. There's so much more to it. Think about it. Everything right now is remote. There's no way to walk into customer service for a lot of the products that we use on a daily basis. If you have a problem with your MacBook or you have a problem with your, your tablet, you're going to call someone. You're not mm-hmm. going to walk in. Your first instinct is not going to be like, let me go walk into some type of a... No, you're going to call. Everything is like that now. So think about it. If you're in the banking, financial industry, you're going to talk to someone over the phone. If you're in the industry of customer service, that you, your cable's down, you're going to talk to somebody on the phone. If you want to purchase something on Amazon or speak to someone, you have to talk to somebody. So there's a huge world of call center jobs. Huge. Bigger than ever. So through that, there's a lot of growth, opportunity, and money in that industry. So because of that, I learned that at a very early age and I started working for major corporations that are housed here in South Florida because it's cheaper to have major companies in states like this. So through that, you work in companies that there's 5,000 employees, 3,000 employees. Come on, guys. You're going to meet someone. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. If you're working in a building with 3,000 people, you're going to meet someone. So um, I worked in a company, very, very big company. There was about 3,500 employees. Um, at one time I was promoted to be some type of a supervisor role where we were a team of about 22 and we were, uh, training 400 employees and getting them wow. ready. Yeah. And getting them ready to like do a service on the job where it was very rigorous and it was commission based. So it was very competitive and that was our job. Um, through that, 
um, the 21 of us that were selected, we were friends. You know, we were a team. Um, it happened to be that the, one of the people that was also doing the same job as me was my boyfriend at that time. Um, in true fashion of the call center world, people date and people mess around and they hook up and people have sex and it's very <laughs> messy and that's what happens because it's, it's like a big ass high school. Seriously. I know people who have babies from call centers. I'm just saying. Absolutely. It's a big high school. <laughs> think about high school as an adult. Just think about it like that. You feel me? So Ooh, I know some people who used to Google at, at some call centers for you. You text somebody who work at one, they'd be like, excuse me, I'm on it. And they'd be like, I'm on it. I am on it. Yeah. It's crazy. So <laughs> it's the modern day factory. So anyway. Um... In that experience, I was extremely involved with this person. And it was one of the... You know how you have many relationships, but then you have those key ones that change you? Mm -hmm. This is one of those that changed me. And I was very into it, and we were very in love. And it was very, very deep. Oh, my God. You know, very dramatic. And we didn't work out. We broke up. And it was a hard breakup for me because of how much I cared about the person. It wasn't like a... A casual relationship. And if mm-hmm. you guys have been listening to me long enough, I've had a few casual ones. So I'm telling you. <laughs> this one was not one of those. This is one that I really cared about. So it was hard to break up. And you know how we are women. When we go through a hard breakup, we don't want to date. We don't want to talk to nobody. We don't even want to put ourselves in that environment because it's like, no way. I need a break. You know? Mm-hmm. So I needed a break. That was where I was mentally. He didn't. Um, he moved on. Fast, I bet. Um, faster than I would have liked. You know what I'm mm. saying? And uh, it was one of the people that we trained, so I knew who she was. And uh, he would, like, walk into the job, like, in love with her. And, like, I had to see that. Oh. And, like, they would, like, hold hands. And, like, it was just the worst. Like, think about this, ladies. Think about that guy that you were just not over yet. Because, yeah, you're not together, and yeah, you're not, like, you know, proving him that you're still into him, but, like, your heart still has a little bit of that feeling. You're like, oh, like, he still has that that, that power, that, that soft mm-hmm. spot. And then he's with the next bitch right in your face every single day. Ugh. It was recent enough for people that worked in, like, other floors that didn't see Notice. us all the time would come up to me. And say, oh my God, girl, what happened? I saw him with somebody else. You know, chimiando, basically. Um, What happened? Oh, shit, did you break up? I thought you had to, like, y'all were together. Y'all were so in love. In my face. This is the type of shit I was going through every day. And I had to put up the only motherfucking front. I had to act like that shit did not bother me. That shit killed me. So for those of you who worked around that time and listened to me, you know exactly who I'm talking about. You know exactly what happened. And y'all all were like, yo, that shit was so novela shit. Like, no way this nigga's with somebody else. Yo, no way. Like, everybody was like, no way this nigga's but with I'm somebody sure, else. But I'm sure because of that certain, because of the... The, the industry and the where you were working, you weren't the only novella that was happening. Oh, no, no, no. There you were just the one of stories. the week. I, exactly. If, if that was the case. You were just the one of the week that but people that, noticed. It, but it was the hardest one it. for me to read. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, it was yeah. my story. Like, so why you got to be me right now? It, was, it sucked, guys. And that's why, because of that, I didn't want to date at work again. Because of the fact that you have to break up eventually. Sometimes it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And you have to see your ex all the time. And that's not fun. It's not. I'm... I mean, I know people who who met, well, they're divorced now, 
but I know someone who met their significant other, got married, had two kids together, you know, and they met at work. And that was like with working together within for three months, again, a summer camp. <laughs> together for three months getting married having two kids now divorced but i mean it it, it had some sort of no within many it. people do meet so their it, significant it's, it's others at work many people mm-hmm. many people i'm just telling you of my story that it didn't go well for me and even though the relationship was beautiful for two or three years whatever while we were together and we worked together and it was okay that's a long time though it, it Marley, it was crazy. <laughs> like this was like my fucking man. You feel me? And then to see him move on and that's to see really him eventually have a baby with somebody else, like that shit wasn't oh, fun. No, that's it wasn't cool. fun. It wasn't yeah. fun. I'm not saying that I didn't get over it because I did. Obviously, you know, you you gotta be put your panties on and be a woman, bitch. We'll grow up. And I had to grow up, and I moved on, and I was okay. And I'm sure he's having a great life, and I'm sure he's happy. And I really desire positive for him. I don't desire any negative for him. But it's just the fact that it's not easy. Yeah, it's, it's not, easy. not easy. Well, I think as a now as an adult, I I know for a fact that I would not like. I always try to separate work from real life, so. Oh my god! True. With the significant, like even social media, I try not to right. have any coworkers follow me. I've broken that rule because I moved three thousand miles away, needed to meet people, and needed my timelines to change to reflect Seattle. Um, and to but just I just have a social life, unfortunately. Just yeah, just to have that. But like on a regular term, like I would never have, you know, coworkers, anybody at work, my boss, like even LinkedIn. My boss, um, you know how bosses sometimes like request you on LinkedIn or like your CEO and like I have all these yeah. people request me and I'd be like, that shit doesn't happen until I quit. I will not accept <laughs> that button. That shit will sit right there until I leave. So I'm that kind of person and keeping things separate. And so that would apply the same thing to relationships or any yeah. kind of hookup in that way. I yeah. would definitely try to stray away from that. It's, I get it, and but then again, I can see how you can fall in love with someone that you sit next to every day and you get to know, and like you guys genuinely understand each other and are attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. It could possibly be something beautiful, because think about it. This person sees you every day, and you know how work becomes your family. Like you guys yeah. become close, and you see each other all the time, and you talk about what happened on the weekend and why you had a bad weekend, and people tell you about their husbands, their wives, their kids. So you become very close. So imagine organically just getting to know a person. And you know those rough days you go to work looking like shit. This person knows you. You know what I'm saying? Like, they know you. And you could possibly really find something beautiful. So for those of you who are on the fence, Marley's probably right. You could have a fairy tale and you could have kids. Right? It could go either way. It could go either way. It can go either way. Well... We'll see what happens. If I do find my my the, my knight in shining armor at work, I will risk it though. I will Ooh, risk it. Risk it, girl. And if he's your boss, you better keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> will there be a bonus attached to it? Will I keep my mouth shut? You do not want to be the girl that sleeps with the boss, and the boss does not want to be caught sleeping with the employee. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely not. Well, this is a great conversation as always. I absolutely. Always learn something new and intriguing, and we always got great stories to share. Thank you again to Ian, yes, the Ian and Taryn podcast for joining us. Yes, awesome yes. to have friends within this realm, and we're picking up some, you know, some networking out there with these podcast worlds. Yeah, and when so we awesome. all become famous one day, it's gonna be fun to be like, yo, remember that first time we did a podcast together? <laughs> <laughs> 
would be really cool. So I love this. You guys make sure to follow us on Messy Mondays Podcast on Instagram. Email us at messymondayspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. And that's it. Those are all the platforms. And YouTube and SoundCloud. And like us. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Messy Messy Mondays.